Would you like to discover something new that can enhance your lifestyle? If so, then strap yourself in for the next half hour or so and discover some helpful dialogue relating to an interesting health and happiness topic. Your feedback following the recording will be greatly appreciated and can be shared via email to petra at threequartertime.com.au. Every week, there will be a new addition to the podcast collection and a PDF summary about each topic can be requested with your feedback. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen and it is with my great pleasure that I introduce Petra Taylor-Smith and this week's Health and Happiness podcast. Hi, and welcome to Make It Count interview about spiritual support and a very worthwhile topic for the over 50s audience today. I think for these interviews, I've been blessed to have many different and amazing speakers, and this one is no exception. For this podcast, I'm being joined by a member of my extended family who is a parish priest and a highly respected member of the Catholic Church. He has worked tirelessly throughout his life to bring a strong sense of faith and community to those with whom he works. I know that he'll be a wonderful guest to interview regarding spiritual support, and though this podcast is not geared towards any particular form of spiritual practice, you may hear references to Christianity, but this is not intended to bias our opinion. So welcome, Father Jerry, and thanks for joining me. How are you tonight? I'm going very well, Petra. Yeah. Yeah, had a very nice day. Oh, wonderful. I did too. So um, for this interview, Jerry, I have a few questions prepared relating to our topic of spiritual support. So let's see how we go at bringing our audience today some insight into this topic. The journey of life is an incredible combination of highs and lows. And as our audience is an over 50s population, we all know very well about hardships that we have at times, as well as ongoing challenges. These certainly are not the only times that our resolve is strengthened by having some spiritual support, but we can gain from it in different ways at different times. Father Jerry, would you agree, and how else do you feel that a conversation relating to spiritual support could influence an over-50s audience? I agree. The, uh, one of the feedbacks that I get from people over 50 would be that sense of wanting to be connected. So that's a spiritual connection in whatever way uh, they feel and see and acknowledge with creation, with people, with the world. And in the over 50s group, that growing self-awareness of who they are and their identity and where they're going from here, yeah. Fitting in with their energy levels, depending on how much over 50, their interests, their dreams that they might have put on hold for a while, and just to be able to connect with others and have spiritual partners or people who listen or being part of groups that can can just share and that appreciation of listening to each other. Well, to know accompaniment. Yeah, accompaniment's important. There's some great points there, and, and I will reiterate some of those at the end of our interview um, because it's always, yeah, really good, I think, to 
carry a few sort of similar points together and that's, that's great. So the connectedness of people through spiritual um, either activity or coming together as one in, say, for instance, a church is an example. So um, from my personal ex experiences of life, I've had a regular faith component and from this I've drawn spiritual mm -hmm. support my church-going family, of course, related to you, Father Jerry, provided me with an education of religious practice and my schooling and my working life as a teacher further reinforced the amazing benefits to me personally of having a belief system that can offer much to my life and the lives of those around me. So, Father Jerry, could you share with our listeners your opinion regarding opportunities in life for some space, some solace, reflection or meditation and what that means to you. So we all come from our different traditions or experiences. For myself, as a Catholic priest, we have a prayer book that we begin the day and end the day with. It's called the Divine Office. So that just, and however we do that, to centre ourselves at the beginning of the day. Uh, just to open up to whatever's going to happen, including the unexpected and the surprises. So it's a sense of opening the day before us. And then at the end, whatever tradition, just to be able to define peace at the end of the day, to give gratitude where that's uh, appropriate, to be able to maybe record that, some people find it really happy to and helpful to have a gratitude journal where they can take the time just to be really positive in thanking people or uh, thanking whoever for the insights they've got that day, that experience. Uh, to be able to, we're all different, and even in uh, faith tradition, people are still different. I might just reflect on uh, my own family, Petra, that... Uh, that you'd know. So my dad was a uh, country person who for the first 20-something years, 28 years, was country. And that was all his life. But then because of family, family circumstances, he ended up in the city. But he needed to be a country person because that's who he is in life. So he'd uh, have his hobby of growing orchids, and when he had come home from work, he'd run the soil through his hands first. So he needed a hobby that was healing, but a hobby that when he retired later on, it would be still life-giving for him. And so orchids became a way, we called it dad's second family. <laughs> Some people have uh, gardening or flowers or whatever, but just the sense of creativity to be able to do that. He, um, and then he'd have his own quiet time as well when he would remember family and friends and in his faith tradition just thank God for people in his life or to, to be aware of them. So he had this very strong feeling not to take people for granted. That was part of his spirituality. And uh, he would spend time every day when he retired to be able to do that. Wasn't always possible in his busy work, 
but he could do that also when he was doing his orchids. Loved to see the beauty, loved to see the growth of nature and to be one with it. He wasn't a spectator. He was one with it. Mm. Mum was different uh, in that she was uh, she was the, the budget person, the, uh, the home raiser for us all, helped us all with our homework. Uh, she was the one who knew the finances and uh, was able to help Dad with his uh, written reports, with grammar and everything. Her own faith was very much one of accompanying people. And um, the oldest in our family uh, had cerebral palsy all his life. She was, she was the primary caregiver. So she found reading books and and uh, biographies really helpful. To be able to use them as a spiritual support in what she could learn from them that might help her. And then as she... Uh, moved through the years, she got to the stage where she needed to have respite and there would be people coming in, taking uh, over from the family to spend time with my brother. And those times she wanted to treasure also. So they became times of reading, of praying, of listening to music, of uh, being in contact with her friends, just and she would call those a sacred time, going into the sacredness of the moment. So, And that very much energised her and also gave her peace. Then the oldest of our family, uh, my brother who had cerebral palsy, he found after his study and working life that when he got into about his mid-50s, early 60s, he had this creative creativity within him that he needed to relax and allow to develop. So he turned to poetry and later on to cartooning. So he did uh, TAFE cartooning courses. Um, he uh, did short story writing. He... Um, drawings to tell stories to be able to see what deep within him was trying to say something to him that he mightn't be able to find in words initially but he could draw it and then from there he would uh, he would uh, look forward so the creativity was really important for him my two sisters, uh, both nurses, and but the music for them. When they played the music, it became a time where we just, the rest of us stopped. And as they played the piano, we could just be with the music. And they could explain the music. So it's not just sitting back and listening and being entertained. It's moving through what the composer wanted and how it particularly affected us. So the spirituality was very much also uh, being in tune with our feelings, not just our thoughts, but our feelings as well, that wholeness and the, 
And when we find that wholeness in life and develop it, uh, we develop that sense of sacredness within us. So, um, yeah, just to say, one family, but we're all, all very different. And uh, we celebrate that. Mm. Yeah, beautiful way of putting it. Uh, I've taken um, down there quite a lot of things that were connected, like the creativity was in different ways for different family members. But, yes, yeah. going within um, and getting energised through the act of, of that spiritual um, connection. Beautiful. Would you say that for you outside of the work that you do, you seek it through one of those means, Father Jerry? I'm very grateful that I can walk, so I don't take that for granted. Uh, Francis was never able to walk, my brother. Uh, But just to be able to walk and to to be one with creation for the sacredness. So uh, I tend to be more of a walker than sitting. Mm -hmm. Uh, in those moments. But at the end of the day, uh, I always have the opportunity just to unwind, to reflect, to give thanks, and just peacefully re-energise, particularly after busy days, to be able to do that. And to begin each day as a gift. Yeah. It's really important. It's easy to think, oh, I've got all these challenges, and that doesn't help me at all. But if I'm into the spirit that every day is a gift, uh, then it's a blessing. That's a, a very nice way um, to put it. And I, I suppose because we are related through um, my grandma and your your father, yeah. and therefore um, I think there's that connection between us that we do things probably fairly much of a similar vein. And um, I've related very much to my family when you were speaking there and, and what sorts of things they themselves do. So that was beautiful. And thank you so much for going into the detail. I think that will really um, give people some great knowledge about the workings of different ways you can have spiritual support. Um, so, yeah, I know that nature for many of us provides that opportunity, but it can also be found in places like chapels, churches, mosques, temples, in fact, any place that the spiritual connection is found. I might also mention that spiritual support can come in the form of people, things, rather than a location or a venue. Um, so we've touched on some of this. If you don't mind, Father Jerry, how um, do you find strength from within can be enhanced by external influences such as practices, say prayer, reading, observation of things. How can that enhance our spiritual um, experience? One of the areas is uh, growing and in discernment. Discernment's about uh, decisions. And the word discernment with the... uh, in Italian is lacking a star. So that's a bit of a mystery. Why would you have discernment in, in that sense? But it is to be able to say, what is your star that keeps you going? Mm-hmm. Uh, that you never quite get there. And it's the journey in whatever stage of life we're at. So um, part of it is discerning the way forward looking for where we're going. So prayer for me uh, is part of that. In my younger years, it would have been learning to pray. 
Uh, in my faith tradition now, it's often just sitting and rejoicing. And I suppose as I've got older, very much more the sense of joy in those quiet moments. Just being at one uh, in my tradition with God, but the joy of that. And moving away when I was younger, particularly praying for a lot of things, uh, but uh, and still do that, but now just being, being at one, at one, yeah. Yeah, and, and I suppose taking it out of a, a religious context too, I did a philosophy course earlier in the year and that was a lot about just being as opposed to always doing and we do spend yeah. so much of our life doing, don't we, that it's nice to actually pause and that um, offers that opportunity for putting your thoughts towards the future and, and as you were saying, that discernment. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Enjoy life. It's wonderful to think that we live at a time and in, in a world where hopefully people can be respected for having um, individual practices, belief systems, and mm. feeling comfortable sharing that and benefiting from all that, not only what we offer, but other, you know, faiths and, and belief systems offer. So um, throughout your life, Father Jerry, would you agree that many new and different forms of spiritual awareness have evolved and it's not a one-size-fits-all uh, model, so to speak, and that, you know, we all come to spirituality and how we gain our support in life differently depending on where we've been positioned with family and environment and location for countries and so forth? It's uh, discovering, but it is as well. So as, as spiritualities evolve, but it's also uh, discovering what's already been there that we uh, mightn't have been aware of or our culture uh, might not have captured. I know for myself in my travels, so I come from a Western cultural background, and travelling in the east, uh, the wonders, the sense of sacredness there, um, the um, the importance of the sacredness of family uh, is really important. So it's uh, also a relearning of what mightn't have been familiar with, but discovering something that's already been there and uh, finding new ways in uh in uh, in this era, to be able to describe that, I like I learned so much from um, Aboriginal people that uh, uh, and their very very long traditions. Uh, currently, at the moment, like the uh, Senior of the Year, Australian Senior of the Year, only Miriam Rose, and the way she talks about Dadiri, just the running water that she would just look at and how that would lead her into a oneness with creation and a stillness which energises her. Um, so I think uh, uh, from all those traditions, I've been over in, um, in the Middle East after some calamities there and just to uh, share with and talk to people about what sustains them and keeps them going? Uh, and uh, it's, it's different. It varies. Uh, I, 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 love, um, I love all that. 
uh, going back to my dad, my dad used to be a real cup of tea person, as you know. <laughs> and in his work, he got to interview people after the uh, Second World War who came out as refugees from Europe. And to put them at ease, he'd sit down and have a couple with them because he was really interested in their stories. And he didn't want for, you know, it's like to be a formal uh, interview, which would have to be passed on. He wanted to be able to put them at ease and to know their spirituality. Mm. And that it was a privilege for him to be able to sit with them over a cuppa. And uh, he would come back beaming. And we'd know, ah, he's been out talking to people today as part of his role, and he's learned something from them. I think in all those different traditions, we're learning from each other. In my tradition, we particularly talk about dialogue, the importance of encounter and dialogue. And that's an interfaith way or interspirituality way of one of the ways of talking about it. Yeah. Mm, We've got so much to learn from each other. Very powerful statements. And, and I think what you're lending um towards there too is how important it is to show respect for one another and to spend the time to gain yeah. the insights into what other people's uh, spirituality involves so that you can better relate to them as as human beings yeah, yeah. very nice um, well, I personally feel that everyone needs spiritual support throughout their lives. And though people discover what works for them in different ways, it's so important that we all have compassion and respect for others and their belief systems and views regarding this. Um, so there we are. I, I think, Father Jerry, we've, we've touched on many things um, and I've learned a lot from listening to you and I really, really appreciate the, the sharing that you've offered to our audience um, so before we conclude today's interview, would you like to have any last words regarding our topic of spiritual support work that you might not have yet touched on? I've said privilege and, and, and you've said respect, but I think it's it's an honour to, uh, to be there as people share. It's a real, and to honour them uh, is very important. Yeah, yeah no, you've... You've really brought home some very uh, great values. If, if people can prioritise spending time in that place or doing that activity that brings them that, that space, that peace, that ability to um, connect and then through all the different practices that you describe with your family, if they can find their own and and maybe even do some um, talking at the family dinner table about what each person feels yes. about it. I think sometimes we don't take the time, do we, to have those conversations with the most important people in our lives often. We assume a lot. Um, but, no, I, I, I value that and I've, I've taken notes so I can actually start doing some of these things a bit better. Um, I love the joy that you bring to everything um, from when you, you know, practice it at Mass and, and the the way you lead the congregation, it's just beautiful. And I think just listening to you, you get a sense of calm because you are just a person who's very much in touch with, with your spirits and, and what, you know, really works for not just yourself but for a, a large um, population of, of your community. So it's been an honour to talk with you. 
Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity of sharing and hearing your questions. Yeah. Yeah, there's always more questions, don't you find, the more you discover. Yeah. And I, I like that, that spirituality you said was more about discovery, um, yeah. that, you know, yes, from a Western perspective, we we probably weren't so familiar with some of the practices of Eastern cultures, and that's why it seems new to me, but it's been there for centuries, just unknown. Yeah. yeah. So um, educating um and that interspirituality is a really great term so that's a way that you can bring all of the world's population together as long as we can understand that we are after the yeah. same thing i might just finish with a comment that uh, i had my cataracts done eyes in uh during the year so time for slowing down i went over to my sister's and she's got a border collie over there mm -hmm. The border collie knows when I came in from the op and the eye patch on, it didn't jump up. And it just sits at your feet and it's quieter than normal for a border collie and it, it senses. And then uh, when I went to sleep that night, it would come in to check on me several times during the night just to see I was okay. So, you know, it's that oneness not just with us but the whole of creation. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that because people do get that connectedness in the garden a lot or dealing with, um, you know, your animals in nature or pets. So, yes, everyone should seek out where they find it and, and make sure that they practice it and, and bring as much love to the situation as they possibly can. We've, um, we've gained a lot from talking about many different aspects of spiritual support here, Father Jerry. So, um, thank you. It really was a pleasure. Thank you. And um, that will conclude our interview for today. So farewell to the audience. And, again, thank you, Father Jerry, and we'll catch up again soon, hopefully, at another family get-together. Good on you. Thank you very much. Okay. Petra's podcasts are intended for all over 50s seeking health and happiness. Her website, www threequartertime.com.au is where you'll find out all about her events and services. You might also like to investigate her Facebook or Instagram presence. And if you're interested in RSVPing to an event, you'll find links to the Meetup online site where you can book and pay. Petra is from Noosa on the Sunshine Coast of Queensland and her details are available via her website or at LinkedIn. Please share her ideas with your connections and thank you for listening. Have a great day. Now, here are 10 fun and fascinating facts about spiritual guidance. 1. Connect with faith community, possibly a religious organisation, customs such as prayer or services. 2. Volunteer or help others via a charity or community group of like-minded individuals. 3. Yoga, practices that can improve spiritual well-being and spiritual intelligence. 4. Meditation, mindful breathing and being in the moment and being open to signs from the universe. 5. Keeping a journal, putting thoughts and emotions into words which can provide insights and build gratitude. 6. Spending time in nature allows for connection and we can invoke a feeling of the divine or inspire a sense of awe. 7. Focus on your hobbies. This can strengthen your ability and develop soulfulness, peace, purposefulness and self-exploration. 8. Practice gratitude. 
because it's a state of bliss and is likened to the feeling of presence of divine in your life. 9. Prayer. It can bring a sense of spiritual or loving presence, whether that be God or an immersion into a universal unconsciousness. And 10. Spending time with people who are important to you. This spiritual connection is a relationship and physical touch can add to this. I hope you enjoyed listening to these 10 spiritual guidance fun and fascinating facts.